Welcome to the 67th episode of the Curse Cast. Okay, I'm glad you had it that time because I was I had no idea. I always I write down notes beforehand now, so we never. uh, Should I have a pop filter on this right now? I don't know if it it doesn't matters a lot, but uh, I'll I'll set it up while you answer this. Yeah, I mean I haven't used has have I just been popping like constantly for every episode? Really? No, no. Okay, I thought so because like usually these compact ones have like a pop filter built in right i mean right. or you know it's sort of because otherwise like imagine it's a travel microphone that's this big it's like very <laughs> compact but you need a giant pop filter with it which completely <laughs> defeat the point yeah like oh here's my travel microphone and here's my here's pop my filter giant five yeah. times as big i mean i know you can get those like little foam ones but mm-hmm. anyways i was able to set it up um nice. what is the second highest mountain on earth the second highest yeah. on Earth, uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. No, 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 you're wrong. Um, it Damn. is K two. Oh right, I mean I've heard of that. Is it? Yeah. Do you think it's called K two because it's the second highest? <laughs> the first is K one. Yeah, it might be actually. Like that kind of makes sense. That's what we I would mean, call. Don't take that as a fact. Like that's not a karst fact. Yeah, I mean th- that. Now I have a slogan for my second podcast if it ever happens. Karskas K2, uh, the okay, second yeah, tallest mountain on earth. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Just K2 is the name of the podcast? Yeah. Your name starts with K- a K? Yeah, K2. I like it. Yeah. No, I like it. Still no Jeff in the title, so I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, if you start a second podcast, it'd be a bit weird if I was on that one, too. Yeah. Instead, like, I have How Jared much do people really one. need to have us talk <laughs> back and forth? <laughs> um, we have... 12 podcasts and it's both we're the only two hosts it's just <laughs> like what would we even be talking about be like yeah like this this chair is getting pretty uncomfortable <laughs> like i don't know man <laughs> we review furniture um yeah my i put out a video today right it's yeah, on I saw the, seth rogan seth rogan one yeah, yeah and you made that joke it, <laughs> it, was, it was a fun it was a good joke did, how long did yeah. it take you to think of it Oh, like 30 seconds, maybe. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's just very out there. Um, we should probably explain the joke. You said it was, what was it, the orangest? Yeah, I, I just said that fi- it was weird that 50% of your video was talking about how Seth Rogen is an anagram for orangest H. <laughs> <laughs> I just He's thought, like, I'm just imagining that video. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the video comparing, we're like, yeah, like in this scene, um, it's a very like sepia orange tone, and also <laughs> Seth Rogen is an anagram for orangest H. <laughs> I bring that up after every point. Mm-mm. I should make video essays. I'm so good at it. The point is, like, that video is like just bombing right now. Well, it's not bombing, but like the thing, it's like last week I posted the School of Rock one, and I saw in the subreddit someone was like, "Hey guys, Carson's new video just isn't doing that well." Let's all give it a share. And I, I was like, thanks, guys. But I think it's doing all right. <laughs> I, like, I think we're going to be just fine. And we were. We were just fine. Have, what, how do you know that bump wasn't from the subreddit, though? <laughs> I know. Just 200,000 people from the subreddit. Yeah. Like you're saying now, you're saying, I don't need these guys. And then like you're going to see all your other videos get like 200 views from now on. Because that's what I feel like right now. Because that happened. And I was like, oh, no, we're, we're going to be just fine. 
And then this one is doing about the same, but it's not mm-hmm. having that that spike. Yeah. So, I'm so like, I haven't watched maybe, it yet. I just commented that's on fair. it. That's fair. No, that's fair. But it's, it's just, because today my time management was very bad. Um, uh-huh. I, I planned on watching a double feature of Spike Lee just to kind of, because I've never seen a Spike Lee film. Okay, um, that's good. So I was going to watch Do the Right Thing and then okay. watch this film, which um, I did not get around to because my family started doing a puzzle. Hey, understandable. And so instead of that, we did a puzzle. <laughs> but in retrospect, that would have been a very, like, from what I imagine, it would have been a pretty heavy would double been... feature since it, it would have been, like, four and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. because Especially because also, like, The Five Bloods is, like, over... It's, like, two hours and a half, I think. Yeah, it's two and a half hours. Movie. So it would have been a combined four and a half hours. Man, I wish you did watch uh, Do the Right Thing because... And give me, like, five seconds... Wow, this is a suspenseful. He's he's grabbing something for those who can't see this. I just got this in the mail. Oh, um, nice! It's a signed Criterion copy by Spike Lee. Um, uh, the thing is, you do have to point that out because it's not a very legible signature. No, no, it came in the mail, and I was like, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> no, like, you, like I'm sure, it, like it is obviously his signature, but yeah, it doesn't, yeah. like. I was I like, I kind of see like, the Lee. Yeah, I wasn't trying to anybody. say like that makes it worse at all. No, 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 no. no. M- most people don't have legible signatures, especially yeah. people who sign a lot of things. Mine's really not legible. Yeah. Um, okay, mine just... has too many loops. Like if you think of my name, it goes mm-hmm. J E F F R E, and then Y has like another loop. It's just so like so many loops. It's terrible. Okay, I was thinking, and then and then just... the the last half is yeah. like even worse because there's like. A bunch of humps because it's b and then o but then it's like an r i and s it's just a bunch of peaks yeah you have a, it's tough a really one. annoying one i actually always mess it up so I, like <laughs> on a bunch of official things i got like the number of peaks in this back half of it wrong so then i end up having to like dot an r to make it look like it's the right thing dude that happens a, lo- a lot with mine too and i never do anything to fix it so maybe i'll end up in a lot of trouble someday because i have all what these is? different signatures but yeah, yeah. it's a really cool it comes with like this the journal of like him making the mm-hmm. film like all That's his cool. notes i have not read through all of it um and then this is what it yeah. looks like uh i just oh, saw some people like nice. unboxings yeah i mean i'm probably gonna think out. that's even cooler when i watch the, the film, film. yeah in the next week because i, I have mean, it like rented on amazon because it was free for a while yeah i just haven't started it yet are you uh what is you're still in florida right I am still. So, in what's your deal with like coming? <laughs> so, like, I you, don't know. You the thing the... Uh, is that Florida, um, as of us recording this, has had two consecutive days of over nine thousand new COVID cases, which is by was... a wide margin, I think, the most in the country. Yeah, I was gonna say like and, Florida's not yeah. in good shape right oh, now. Oh yeah, it's it's like, you know, Florida has like as many cases as like Europe <laughs> in the Jesus last two days. Christ. Um. Yeah, so it's not great, but... Yeah. My mom was like... Because she'd been hearing about Florida. Everybody's been hearing about Florida. Yeah. And she knows you're in Florida. And she was like, uh, when Jeff comes back to Chicago, stay away from him. And I was like, hey... Yeah, well, that's fair. We will. No, oh, yeah. I was going to stay away from him regardless. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that would be such a mean I thing come... to say if there wasn't, like, a virus going around. Like, <laughs> Just get away. Just stay away from him. He's bad from... news. <laughs> I was going to say, like, eventually when you do come back... And you self quarantine for a little yep. bit. We should watch this together in my new apartment. 
Ooh. So cause... you think I should not watch it on my own? I or, mean, or... You, c- you could. Do what you want, you know? Yeah. Do the right thing. But that's not what he that's not what he meant. That's not what he meant. Um but I was just yeah. I oh yeah, gonna... new apartment. Yeah. What's the deal with your apartment situation since you have not been back to Chicago in a long no. time? So I uh I'm well actually this is topical. I guess I'm I'm moving I'm driving back to Chicago in two days doing the road trip. It's my first like big road trip, so I'm super excited. I'm a little nervous, but um because my car is kind of unpredictable right now but mm-hmm. uh yeah we're just kind of hiring a moving service and going from one to the next and that's yeah okay nice yeah yeah the one thing is that it's not how many hours is this the road trip yeah the uh, six hours six yeah, and not, a half that's hours. not a road trip so listen yeah it is you know <laughs> no, but no but here's the thing it is that's it's, a it's, long it's, time it's almost a commute <laughs> okay to be fair yeah my dad was like i used to do this trip on a weekly basis and i'm like that's what that's a whole day yeah listen have you ever done the well i can't say that to you you've done i so i drove you know uh, what like a month and a half ago 18 hours straight from chicago to florida yeah now was that advisable no but was it a road trip yes (laughs) that (laughs) unarguably is a road trip but I would say this is a road trip. There's stops. There's tolls. Yeah, I don't know what the cutoff would be. Like, I think if I was going to... I feel like it just needs to be something where it's long enough where if there wasn't, you know, the virus going around that you would stop for a meal. Yeah. So I think six hours might be just under what I would call a road trip. I think I might go with like eight or more. Yeah. I mean, I'm still probably going to stop for a meal. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but that's more like a luxury, not a necessity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, like I'm if you just, ate beforehand, you could totally just wait until you got there to eat. Yeah, yeah. That's what I have to do on, and I, I, I feel like I bring this up all the time, but that's what I have to do on flights because I don't trust the airline food. That is definitely. Like yeah, the third I think you did I bring that up, that up like recently. Yeah. So, um, so I'm used to long. Yeah. I can, I can do it. I yeah. do this in gen. Okay. Anyways, nice. um, right, I'm just gonna get to one thing I'm gonna say real quick, which is, um, so Liverpool FC which is the um, English soccer team I've, I've watched for like half of my life. Yeah. Uh, finally won the uh, league title a couple hey. of ago. So that's why I'm wearing this jersey, which for people on the video wow. version of this can see it. Yeah. Um, He's celebrating. Yeah, it's the first time they've won the title in 30 years. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. It's like so the I've watched Because like I've watched them for probably, you know, 14 years or something, and they've had a lot of really bad teams. Wow. Um, yeah, one time they had, like, the worst they've ever been when they finished, like, 14th out of 20. Mm-hmm. Um, they had this really bad, like, left back. So it's, like, the left defender. Mm-hmm. And um, on Facebook, his mom started, like, yelling at all the fans because they were being mean to her son. <laughs> <laughs> I wish our moms would do that. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That's awesome. But, but congrats anyways, to them. I think... Before we forget, let's uh, talk about the uh, our our miniature donation yeah drive thing. Let's do it. Um, once again, I'll let you. Well, here's the thing: we we're yeah we're reading the names. Thanks to everyone who donated. Um, we would like to still encourage everyone to donate, anyways. Yes. Um, to you know whatever cause whatever you cause charity see fit. I mean, the yeah. one that we chose was 
the uh, Brave Space Alliance, yeah, which is uh, a local. Well, for us in Chicago, it's local. Yeah, um, you know, and it's um, a, a uh, LGBT um, like black run organization. Right, right. Um, but there's plenty of other. I know there was um, the Marsha P. Johnson Institute was uh, one that I've been looking into that could use your help if you're looking for some suggestions that's all um but yeah uh you're the one with the names jeff yeah Um, i have do i have all the names i think you do i would hope so all right right. um so one of uh people was uh at is on twitter it was at the jacob mosha um so thank you jacob thank you jacob uh and then let me switch over to instagram it was on instagram it was um Oscar Cannon and their um, Instagram handle is not dot Oscar. Nice, nice. Yep. And then uh, the third person was um, my mom. Yeah. Whoa. So hey. Mary, Mary Lee Borslow. Good. She keeps winning. She's yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Mary Lee Borslow. Um, and then also all of our patrons all who of our made lovely... it possible for us to yes. donate. Thank so you guys so much. I did some math and i think the grand total of everything ended up being like just under two hundred dollars wow hey look at us <laughs> good <laughs> thank you thank you guys so much um and i would like to say uh, i think <laughs> i think i got another one someone else donated who dm'd me i before this was trying to find that message and couldn't if i left out your name dm us let us know and we will get you that shout out um but but yeah um thank you guys so much for making that possible thank you jeff for that idea and uh yeah so okay so this is not about this this is gonna be a transition to something else okay um someone sent me something and it said this was a minnesota thing like a dessert uh it's called glorified rice glorified rice (laughs) okay google glorified rice i know i may have seen it Glorified rice dessert salad. What the hell is that? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's, it's a Minnesota dessert. That's not a minute. I don't know who this is. They're from Wisconsin. This is. <laughs> what the hell? I'm going to have a picture up on the video. Can you. Yeah, can you describe what it is? It looks like cottage cheese with a cherry on top. <laughs> And there like is, a few yeah. marshmallows, like light, like pastel colored marshmallows. What yeah, is this? Okay, a, do you know the ingredients? It's a salad popular. Um, it's okay. I have the yeah, ingredients. Okay, what are the ingredients? You have the ingredients? Yeah. Um, where is it? Jeez, this is the shittiest website. Taste of flizzy tea. Um. <laughs> Well, they're not ever going to be a sponsor. They're not. <laughs> Throw that one out the door. <laughs> Ingredients are three cups of water. Already, like, Jesus. Uh, one and a half cup. I don't cook, so actually Okay, so you're doing normal. a recipe. I'm just going to say the ingredients. Uh, on Wikipedia, it says rice, crushed yep. pineapple, and yep, whipped I got, cream. That's fucking disgusting. That sounds terrible. Uh, mini marshmallows, chopped strawberries, pineapple tidbits. Yeah, heavy whipping cream. And like that does not cherries. sound like glorified rice. That sounds no. like ruined rice. That sounds like rice with fruit on it. <laughs> like those are three very good ingredients. Yeah, but together 
that's not what we're looking for. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> I hate Minnesota foods. They got like the, what is it, the hot dish or whatever they call it. More proud of my Chicago. Yeah, uh, yeah Chicago food. has good food. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you are fine eating 8,000 calories. Oh, yeah. But I mean, come on. I went to Arby's yeah, today. I don't. Okay, so you are you're fine eating so, eight thousand calories. Yeah. I, yeah. I went to, my my mom and I were just driving around and I was, she was like, Do you want Arby's? I'm like, let's get Arby's and I've felt like trash for like eight hours. Yeah. Um I don't even know if I could identify like famous Florida foods. No. I remember I mean I've I've ate, I've eaten shark before. How was it? It it really does taste like chicken. Okay. That's but cool. I, I imagine it's much harder to harvest than yeah. chicken. Huh. Because I went I've to... never eaten alligator. Some people eat alligator. But it's yeah. not like common. That's just like to say you've done it. I heard alligator is good though. Maybe. Maybe I was thinking of shark. Who have you heard that from? <laughs> <laughs> I Well, th- we have the state fair, right? And in, in Minnesota. And they have a bunch of deep fried things on a stick. And they have, I think, deep fried alligator on a stick. And in Minnesota? Yeah, because the whole gist of the state fair is that, like, it's a bunch of random things on a stick. They have, like, deep-fried cookie dough on a stick. They got, like, I, I could go on. But they have deep-fried alligators, one of their, like, weird ones. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. But I, whenever I go there, I get the foot-long corn dog and some mini donuts and some Sweet Martha's corn cookies. Dogs. Corn dogs aren't that great, no. I always see it, and I'm like, oh, I'll, like, I'll get the corn dog but it's never it, it's always way too hot that's every corn dog is always way too hot it yeah it's <laughs> you bite into it and it's like that lava. is true yeah and then the outside gets cold way faster than the inside yeah exactly and then it's like stale anyways yeah. i um it's the corn dog <laughs> i don't think <laughs> anyone's really making a lot of money off gourmet corn dogs no, no. there's not that demand <laughs> Because the thing is, like, if you are getting a corn dog, you're not. There's no like verification of if this is a legit corn dog place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're getting a corn dog regardless. That's why I'm like, when I go to the state fair, I'm like, this is a state fair corn dog, so I'll get it here. It yeah. feels like a fair. Imagine food. if you didn't like the corn dog, trying to get your money back. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've only eaten two inches of this foot long corn dog. Yeah. I they have they sell s'mores at the fair. It's like the worst fair food. I'm like, who's gonna walk around eating a small like graham yeah, cracker? That just gets very messy. It's messy. It's like hot. I, I guess the corn hot. Well, I would hope it'd be kind of hot. Well, yeah. That, um. Okay. We should. This is a. Long oh, I know what you mean. You meant that if you're walking around a fair, you're not gonna want a hot food. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Except for some for reason, a corn dog's hot as well. A though. corn dog's hot, but it's like it's it's not like hot it's not a dessert. Sweet. Yeah, it's not a dessert. Yeah. You know? You don't want to right. walk around with like a cake. Cakes aren't hot. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know why I thought a cake was hot. Yeah, from watching cooking shows, I know that you want to blast chill that cake so you can yeah. put the buttercream on it. It's where most people mess up Wait, for you cake makers. Last point before we move on, because this is a long intro, but have you ever had baked Alaska? That's like no. the ice cream that they light on fire, right? I don't know. I just know that, like, years ago, there was just a, a huge racist on Twitter who went by that name. I remember that guy. Yeah. Jesus, what happened to him? Oh, he got, like, banned years ago. Good. I. Oh, my God, yeah. Dude, Twitter was so bad a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's still not great, but... Okay, yeah, Baked Alaska, it's, like, burnt. It's, uh... They... 
I don't know how to describe it. Maybe it's not burnt all the time. It, this is not the thing I was talking about. But I just know there's like ice cream where they light it on fire and people, and I'm like, how do they do that? Um, like flambe. That might be the right. Like, like that, I think is the process. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Because one of my favorite desserts, if I'm going for like a very um, expensive dessert, would be bananas Foster, where they it's like caramelized banana where they light it on fire in front of you. Okay, that might be what I'm thinking of. Because I always <laughs> I'm so dumb. I just love the thrill of someone lighting a banana on fire in front of me. That's like I always they always see the pictures and the videos of them on fire, and I'm like, how are you gonna eat that? But. <laughs> You definitely blow it. It's like looking at a birthday cake with candles and being it's like, like oh, not understanding how time works. <laughs> this is on fire now, so it must always be on fire. <laughs> it's the worst part about burning your marshmallows or making s'mores is you got to eat the one that lights on fire <laughs> while it's engulfed in flames. I hate that part. Um, All right. Well, anyways, anyways you want to move on? Yeah, I guess we'll just get on to the movie. Um, yeah. Today we're talking about uh, the new Spike Lee film, The Five Bloods. The new um, Spike Lee joint. The new Spike Lee joint, yeah. Um, so I never have looked it up, but why does he call them that? I don't know either. It sounds um, cool. It's cool. And like that's his, it's, it's, it, like that's what Spike Lee does. Spike Lee is like so and we're, we're gonna get into this and i guess we'll, we'll kick off the review with this um i will read this and what this film is about before mm-hmm. we do that always got to read the google synopsis i was not going to come up with one so where the um, best writing on the internet is <laughs> i want to know who writes these because there have been some the fantastic mr fox one is weird anyways um the five bloods four african-american vets battle the forces of man and nature when they return to vietnam seeking the remains of their fallen squad leader and the gold fortune he helped them hide it stars uh delroy lindo chadwick boseman jonathan majors and many more um so yeah the thing about this i was super excited about this movie and i did come out liking it because i really do like spike lee I have not seen a lot of his... He's made a lot of movies. Um, like, I haven't seen Malcolm X because it's just so big. And I haven't seen, like, uh, uh, Inside Man. But I've seen... Like, when I saw Do the Right Thing, and I think I've t- talked about this a little bit. We definitely did talk about this recently. But, like, Do yeah. the Right Thing was so just in my face. And I saw it, like... It was the film in film school that really just hit me. Um, and, like, made me fall in love with it. I think it's such a powerful film, and we, we can save that discussion for another time. Um, and I and I then I saw Black Klansman, and it's very similar. Like it's so angry. It just the his movies are so unapologetic and in your face, and they are messy. But I think that's a lot of the point. And uh, they they really just don't look like any other films out there. Uh, so he has a bunch of just unique trademarks that are super fun to look out for. And uh, so, yeah, I was pretty excited going into this. But. Yeah, and we have two different, you know, perspectives because you're someone who's seen other Spike Lee films, and yeah. I haven't because I did a puzzle instead. You... <laughs> but how was the puzzle? I mean, we finished it. Yeah, it yeah, was okay. um, a puzzle of Tropicana Field, which is the Tampa Bay Rays Ooh. home stadium. Nice. That actually, like, a stadium sounds like a fun puzzle. Yeah, it was um, well because it was like also had like the the baseball field and then like you know the advertising board so it was like a nice mm-hmm. there were some parts that were hard like some crowd parts 
yeah like the advertising boards were a nice easy thing to start with right um i will say though that the Tampa bay rays are historically like the worst attended team so i think that they photoshopped some of the fans in to make it look like the stadium was full so like you had the piece and you're like i've seen i'm like i've seen this guy before (laughs) (laughs) um that's funny yeah i uh i would just quick tangent here like my mom and I were really into puzzles, and we once we got the uh, the David from Italy, like the big naked man mm-hmm. statue. Um, we got the big that. Naked man. <laughs> that was the Google synopsis of the statue of David. Big naked man statue. Um, it's it's an awful puzzle because it's all gray, and it's like we did the penis, and then we got to the head. And we... <laughs> that, that's where you got to start on that puzzle. <laughs> did the penis? Yeah, I immediately looked for it, and then. You do you do David, and then his surroundings are just all the same shade of gray. I wish there were fifty of them, because. Um, but I will say I once got one of those gradient puzzles, and it's not as hard as it looks. It's because every piece is a different shade, so you just. Yeah, but anyways. Yeah, that sounds actually easier than most puzzles. Yeah, because it's like you just follow each row by row. Like right. This one looks like it fits in that row. Just unless you're like colorblind or have some kind of vision impairment, and that would be the terrible. Well, then again, then all puzzles would be hard. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, the five bloods. Did you? What did you? Because here's the thing about this is I realized it's. I posted my review on Letterbox a few weeks ago, giving it a positive positive score, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, well, just admit it's it's a mess. Like, just admit this is a bad movie." So it's kind of like controversial, and I can see what wow. they mean. But what did you yeah, think? Yeah, I think that like a third of the way through, I was kind of thinking this could go either way. Mm-hmm. But it really like did kind of wrap around and like just become a cohesive story by the end. Yeah. Because the first third kind of is a bit messy. Yeah. Like yeah. especially like honestly, the first 20 minutes are is pretty weird. I was going to say that, yeah it definitely feels like like, what is this it's divided into like three different movies and Mm -hmm. because and i think i think the third one goes better with the second act but yeah the first act i was not completely on board just because it was it was moving very weirdly the flashbacks felt kind of randomly placed well it's because we didn't know what the film was gonna be like we knew they were gonna search for the stuff right but we didn't understand that it was like going to actually be like a full out like adventure kind of heist film. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. This I couldn't ever tell if that's what this film wanted to be mm-hmm. or if it was trying to be something a lot bigger. I mean, it's right. like a, it's a war film, but you're right. It has like like it feels like an adventure at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and but then it just but goes it, off the it rails. It like snaps back to reality kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's you know, which I think there probably are a lot of things you can draw from that. I was gonna say, yeah, that's because there is like a, a chunk of it in the middle where it does kind of become this like fantasy, like Hollywood style mm-hmm. film where it's like these guys just in this nothing bad happening. They're just in a forest together searching. Yeah, here's the thing: this film like completely drew me in, and everything became a lot clearer when they deal with uh, Paul's. PTSD on the scene on mm-hmm. the boat that yeah. scene really that was the first time in the film where I just completely right. got that's in. the one yeah that's where I like felt like I understood the dynamic of all of the characters yeah because before that they kind of were just like a group that were together 
mm-hmm. and I didn't it didn't feel like a bunch of individuals for me yeah and not to say like I, di- I wasn't aware of like the fact that these guys all have probably PTSD mm-hmm. before that but as soon as that happened like a lot of what how the film was moving just made a lot more sense to me um, yeah and as it probably was meant to and should right uh, which it was why it was a scene in the film yes <laughs> They definitely included that scene for a reason. Right. It wasn't like we were just like watching people in a park and be like, oh, that makes sense. Like, obviously, that was a very deliberately put in scene. It was quite early in the film. So, yeah. yeah. Um, huh. What? Okay. I have a couple of questions. Okay. Just the, and these are obviously just general film things. How did you feel about them using the characters as the older men in the flashbacks? I liked that. I, it was weird, but I liked that because it felt more like, I don't know, it felt more authentic. The thing about those flashback scenes that I really like is they feel stylistically and the fact mm-hmm. that they're, they're old selves, they feel like memories rather than like yeah. trying to draw into like do right. something extra. Which I, I think it does work on a lot of levels, but I also think with how they would all be wearing the same uniform... <laughs> Yeah. It would have been impossible to know who was who that's, if they had other actors. Exactly. So I think that that is the pri- that's my guess as to the primary reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it also ended up working on a couple other levels. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's just like a bunch of very hectic moving back and forth, and they would mm-hmm. have all been wearing the same thing. Yeah. I'm glad. I wish there. I really like. I guess those are kind of a controversial part about it. Is like how messy it is with the way it flashes back and as soon as we get into that second act they just never go back to those yeah um and i do wish we got them more consistently because you know they're were really well done uh but i don't know i yeah i think one of my favorite scenes was one of the earlier flashbacks that was like a you know when they were waiting in like the high grass and there was like a bunch of vietnamese soldiers walking through yeah. but, and they had all of their because you know most war films when they have the point of view from like the americans being in generally like good guys or like any western person being like the good guy mm-hmm. they don't have you know an actual like translated conversation of the enemy yeah yeah that's, that's um a good point. and it was just like the fact that they were translating they were just talking about normal stuff mm-hmm. yeah which was like a really it was just obviously like an interesting point of view where obviously spike lee was not viewing these people as the enemy right right um because i mean the part of the point of the film was like just the mess created by the u.s government it was just it was two persecuted groups being pitted against each other Mm -hmm. for like no reason really exactly i i did want to talk about that second act because i think it's so good um there's only like I want to say, and I'm definitely wrong, but it, like five scenes total, like they're really long dragged out. And I think having seen the rest of Spike Lee's stuff, he's really good at building tension in a way that's like, that works to kind of boil inside of you. But in this one, it's used in a lot more like with, with action kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, but specifically with all the landmine scenes, yeah, I was like very tense <laughs> like i want to say like an hour um right because you knew navigating that yeah i mean they foreshadowed in a way where you knew someone was getting blown up 
as soon as they like mention it, yeah, you're like, Jesus, when is it gonna happen? And when they're like searching for the gold and he's got the I was like, any minute now. Yep. And uh and we won't spoil it, but it just leaves you very tense. Um and he's so good at that. And then not to mention the scene, oh my god, when uh they they do come into the picture and something happens to somebody and Jonathan Majors, uh, who plays what who do you play? David. Um like there's just a whole thing with him and, and a rope. That scene is insane. Mm-hmm. Really well done. Um, but yeah, I think I just think that whole the way that act started, like adventurous, like we were saying, and just by the end of it was so everyone was very split up and and it was kind of disorienting. I don't know. I thought it was yeah. really well paced. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. I think that the best part of this film was the screenplay. Really? Okay. Like just, I thought it was really well written mm-hmm. in terms of just the conception of how you would make a film that's it's cause it is at its heart, not ostensibly about um, the history of it, it's the context of it is separate from what's actually happening in this film. Right. It's, it's so deeply rooted in the context of the Vietnam war and, um, all the injustices that the U.S. government has, you know, perpetuated against, you know, both set like both groups in this film. Yeah, but it's it still manages to be like for me this. It really is like still primarily for me an adventure film. Yeah, that mm-hmm. didn't it didn't need the context for it to be that type of film, but mm-hmm. the context just like adds this whole very complex other dimension where and you know like there's also like these very quick cuts to just like like black history as mm-hmm. well yeah which is like really i don't know I, for me just like the whole thing worked in a very interesting way yeah there's a lot of different layers that he's yeah. playing around with which is a very like typical thing for him to do at some people critique his films as like being kind of like a slideshow sometimes but really and i i agree like which it is like funny because in it yeah there it, parts of it literally kind of were yeah um and I, I will say, like, sure, Black Klansman in the third act could feel like that sometimes. But here it feels so controlled and everything is very intentional. And I'll get into, like, the editing in a bit because it's so... Uh, that's a really huge part of this film for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to talk about Delroy Lindo, who was insane. Yeah. Such a good performance. I mean, like, like yeah. I said, the boat scene really just kicks it off. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't let off the brakes for the rest of the film, and he deserves so many, so much recognition for this. Um, I also think he had such a difficult character to play, and I owe a lot of this to the script. Um, I think the way, because I, I read this interview where he was a bit hesitant on playing like a Trump supporter, and it was like, why can't I just play like a conservative, like person? Mm-hmm. I, I like I what's the this just feels dangerous but i think spike lee was kind of addressing how america lets that kind of character happen um Mm -hmm. because of how they responded to this war and just like everything together like and i'm not of course i'm not like a trump supporter but they just they make you understand the steps that got him to that place well i mean all people are obviously a product of their environment and yeah. the u.s obviously is in a place to 
have a lot of Trump supporters. So obviously right. there's a lot of stuff happening here that causes people to become that. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I will, while we're on this topic though, um, there are, you know, five main characters basically. Um, mm-hmm. And they really do only focus on Paul and David to a certain extent. I just, I wish I knew more about the rest of the gang a bit more. Um, and that's fine because I know it would have been like just four hours long at that point. And I'm sure the original cut for this was something like that. Um, but like I said, I think it does such a great job at at dealing with how, like like I said, the U.S. responded to the war and how this affected Paul specifically. And I know it affected the others completely differently. And I would have liked to for them to explore that a bit more. Um, but that's like such a nitpicky problem because mm-hmm. Paul was done so well. Um, but yeah, the editing, uh, a lot of people are saying it's messy and super all over the place and clunky. And I have been saying like, that's completely, that really plays into the, uh, PTSD mindset that I think Spike wants you to understand. Um, but yeah, I will agree not in terms of like the specific cuts, but the pace of the film, especially in that first act, like we were saying, and in the third act, it feels like it's wrapping it up way too fast. I think it just, it kind of loses itself a little bit. Uh, but what do you think of the editing in general? I mean, for me, it it definitely worked. In like, mm-hmm. I never uh, once. Okay, one, yeah. Once the boat scene happened, like I was rolling with the film. Yeah, all the way yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there was nothing about the editing. I wasn't paying you know specific attention to it. Like right. thinking about it, it's like it seemed like it served the story well. Mm-hmm. I don't have any special. That's, that's understandable. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, in general, I just I appreciate this film for how ambitious ambitious it is, mm-hmm. um, which is you know typical for Spike Lee. His films are always like huge, but this one really does feel like it has a lot of, like you said, layers to yeah. deal with. Oh, I think I up. could watch this film like uh, m- you know multiple more times and like still be forming new opinions. About exactly. I wish I could have watched it again before this. I just didn't have time, but. Um, it definitely is meant to be seen again. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I would say this is probably the best film of the year so far. Albeit, again, have not seen a whole lot. But it just feels like the most relevant right now. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's dealing with what's going on right now in a really unique way. And uh, yeah, there's it, it feels new for Spike Lee. Yeah. Again, haven't I seen mean, all of his stuff. But Yeah, the one part we didn't talk about was like in the third act... So I guess this is kind of a spoiler. Uh-oh, spoiler time. If you want to skip these because you haven't seen the movie yet, go to 41 minutes, 29 seconds, and that should be fine. Bye. Yeah. In in that, like, they restarted the Vietnam War in a, in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, or it was just, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I liked that, though. I Yeah. I, I thought it was an... I don't I know. I mean, it, again, that that's something where I don't have my brain is not wrapped around how I feel about that in terms uh-huh. of like an, into a cohesive statement, but I'm mm-hmm. sure it's saying a lot of interesting things that I can't think of right now. That's I am on the same board. That is the other thing. It's like, I was super scared about this discussion because of just how much this film is throwing at you. And I was like, yeah. I definitely missed so much. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm not ready to have a, but it goes to show you there's still so much to talk about. Okay. At the end of the film, when he's with his daughter, like, there's this weird tracking shot from the front where it looks like they're on like some track like a disney ride 
Okay. It's just like the two shot of them, and they're just like gliding through a house. See, like I thought that was. It looked like they were in Disney's The Haunted Mansion ride. <laughs> that is like a ghost to pop up between them. This is really funny because that is like I'm trying to think of the equivalent, but Spike Lee does that specific type of shot in all of his movies, where it it looks like the railroad. You can look yeah, up the like compilation. What? It's on. It's in every movie and. I always look out for it, and yeah, that was the one for this one. And that shot is interesting. I'm glad you brought this up. My friend Nick brought this up. Um, for anyone who's a fan of, of Black Klansmen who have seen it, it's kind of like the opposite of what they did there. That one, it's like they were going into like, it was very dark and negative, and it was kind of approaching the evil, and this one, it felt a lot more optimistic and... It was a small little thing. I just thought it was cool. And it came at the same point in the film. But, yeah. There you go. That is, like, that's one of my favorite Spike Lee. Because it, it just, he always does that shot. And well, it's I'm really glad that I weird. mentioned it. It really cool. brought yeah. up, like, an extra conversation. There is much to say about podcast. it. Yeah. Um, you should I think, look up yeah, the... I think that was, I think we've gone through all of my notes total. Okay. So, right. hey. we're ready that's... for the, uh, the questions. Cool. And the thing is that. I'm not going to talk anymore because there's just going to be more to edit. Um. Yeah. Oh, there's also a reference in there that. Um, so it was there was a line when they encountered, the uh, the Vietnamese who like drove up on them at the end. Oh yeah. Where they said we don't need no stinking official badges. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. This is an interesting, uh, in, the wikipedia entry for stinking badges um it's a widely quoted uh paraphrase of a line of dialogue from the 1948 film the treasure of the sierra madre okay um and in 2005 the full quote from the film was chosen as number 36 um on the afi 100 years 100 movie quotes list wow so it was referencing that now here's an, an interesting thing on the in popular culture section of this Wikipedia page, it gives you all of the films that reference this line. So Blazing Saddles has like a famous version of that. Okay. Um, and then there's a bunch of other ones. Um, this film is not on that list. So oh. someone should edit this page and include it. Yeah. Because it's clearly a reference. A reference. To this. Yeah. Um, now, one of the other films on this list is uh -huh. 2000s in ones, Bubble Boy, where. Um, Danny Trejo's character um, is slim patches for his motorcycle's flat tire. He responds, patches? I could use some stinking patches. <laughs> wow. So I did not think we'd be bringing up Bubble Boy. Yeah, so there you go. Review. It was a very organic. I didn't have to force that. Yeah, no. That, was, that came out of nowhere in a really natural way. <laughs> See, that's the kind of information you get on this podcast. Yeah, in this podcast specifically, nowhere else. Nowhere else. I bet you no other podcast talking about this film has brought that up. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I liked this a lot mm -hmm. um, just because I know it'll stick with me um, because of how much rewatchability it has yeah. and just how, as usual, just like unforgiving it is. It does not care at all about like what should and shouldn't be included in a movie it's just it's throwing everything i think that feels necessary to the story if that makes any sense um it makes enough sense enough sense yeah uh what were you feeling for a score so well what uh, what time of day are we thinking 
I think yeah, we should make uh, that our official rating scale because no one else is doing it. I mean, and I think it's a fair, good. I think we got to do both. I, we, get, we definitely have to do both. The other yeah. one doesn't won't make sense at all. Yeah, yeah. Unless every time we clarify what is a good time of day. Right. Right. Yeah. It's no. A, I mean, this one. This one feels like a. Like a. Honestly, like a nine oh five. It's like the movie that you want to watch late at night, but you still want to be awake for. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I was gonna say midnight, because yeah, I can I can, I can I mean, see yeah, myself it, going to a theater and like watching this kind of movie at midnight. The only issue is that it's quite long, so it'd be it is long thirty by the, by the time even even later by if there was you know previews or something. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So I, I will, I'll go with you on the same same thing. Nine oh five. The nine oh five. Yeah. Not nine. Not uh, nine. Yeah. Now. <laughs> No, because you need the. It's a good enough film where you want to make sure that you give yourself a some you know wiggle room. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to sure. miss this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even though the beginning kind of weird, you still don't want to miss it. Mm-hmm. When did you watch this movie? You watched it uh, today, right? I did watch it today. What yeah. time of day did you watch it? Uh, like five. No, like six thirty. Okay. I watched it at like eight, so I wasn't too far yeah. off. But it felt right in that time frame, like getting out of this movie yeah. around like tenish. Um, felt right. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this us talking about the time of day is too long for it, <laughs> the fact that it's not really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. It's not a good bit. I think this might be the last time we ever. No, do this bit. no. <laughs> well, we'll let the we'll let the crowd decide that one. Although they still want meme of the month, so yeah, I don't know what that's. Yeah, we gotta we gotta, we gotta we'll, do that. We'll get to it. I it's guess not today. Like, double uh, we'll have to do a double month and have like meme of the last two months you're right because june we we're gonna Ended do may well yeah oh shit. so yeah we that's gotta be coming up in the next like week or two yeah. for sure we'll figure it out all right anyway um, rating star rating star rating i'm feeling a four out of five that's yeah i for me it was like almost four and a half but not quite yeah it really just it it yeah it was I more kind of four and a half than three and a half but it's still a four yeah i will not deny i will get on the board with some people that it is yeah it's messy and it is clunky mm-hmm. at times especially yeah. that first act so yep. i i can agree it is a bit of a mess but ultimately i think it it serves a greater purpose and has tons of rewatchability and some great performances mm-hmm. so yeah good movie yeah. um that was the five bloods Let's, uh, I would say better than, because I think they came out in the same day, better than King of Staten Island, if you're choosing between the two. I think that if I was going to watch a film more than, well, actually, you know what? Because King of Staten Island is like one that's really easy to watch because it's like yeah. not really saying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this film is a much more meaningful film. <laughs> yeah. I really want to watch Funny People at some point this weekend. It's, it's like, it's worth watching. Yeah. Okay. But I haven't I've seen just... it in a while, but it's like, it's worth watching. Okay. You got Adam Sandler. Yeah. Adam Sandler. I heard Seth Rogen does a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get into Q&A. Uh, okay. We have some... So I have just... Uh-oh. I'm just going to take over. Someone... This is... And this is... I want to point out. This is the last time I'm going to do this. So don't do this. Someone sent me on Twitter a question. Okay. They like DM'd me personally a question. All right. Um, it's better be good. And I'm just I'm gonna answer this one and say don't do that because I'm not gonna do this. Do it in the future, yeah. Again, yeah, I'm not gonna do this in the future. 
Um, okay, let's see where we are. So, oh wait, no, it was on Instagram they sent it. <laughs> so, okay, I'm finding this. Yeah, here we go. And this is why it's we from don't do this that Jules often. Jules C. Thurlow. Okay. Uh, the question is, do you guys like any spaghetti westerns? And if so, what's your favorite? I That is the one genre of film that I'm like, I'm very uninformed about. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let's, it is let's like. Let's Google some, like the most famous spaghetti westerns. I am so, as of, like, I'm so open to like all, and I am still because I haven't seen, I guess, okay, so the. I mean, you can define, like, Django Unchained as a spaghetti western. Right, yeah, which I've seen that. I mean, I it's, I, I don't like, I don't enjoy it. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a little too... It's pretty intense. Yeah. Is, uh, is... Well, I, now, is, this is a time where I'm going to have to admit that I've never seen The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Neither have I. I have had the DVD for two years now. I've yeah, never I, popped I it in. I think at some point maybe we should do that one. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's just so long and i'm sure it's great i just like i need to make that time out of my day i have not seen a goddamn single spaghetti western yeah i don't know if i have either <laughs> is stagecoach does that count you know what i don't know uh That's how it is little yeah, we know I, about this i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna google is stagecoach a spaghetti western is stagecoach a because i liked that movie spaghetti I watched that my freshman year. It is uh, a late Yeah, you know what? We're going to call it that. We're going to call it there a Spaghetti Western. So I think as a group, we're going to say that's our favorite. <laughs> um, Does Hell or High Water count? I, again, you're going to have to, I've never seen that. So you're is gonna Hell have to, or High Water? <laughs> high Water, not a true story. A Spaghetti Western. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. How was uh, the spaghetti western? No, okay, because that's what is it? What, how do you do this? Is really Someone embarrassing. Make, uh, what the like fuck a is a spaghetti western? Spaghetti western, yeah, right? The spaghetti western, also known as Italian western or primarily in Japan, macaroni western. <laughs> why is why are they based off of pasta? What is, I don't know. is a broad subgenre of western films that emerged in mid 1960s in the wake of Sergio Leone's filmmaking style and international box office success have not seen any of his films either the term was used by american critics and those in other countries because most of these westerns were produced and directed by italians that's why they called Wait. it that because italians it's like spaghetti okay i'm googling is five goes west a spaghetti <laughs> okay apparently um no that's a that's not a western. It's, so it's a parody of western films, but I'm going to count it. I'm going to say my favorite spaghetti western is Fievel Goes West. Awesome. It's a film <laughs> about a Jewish mouse that goes west. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. That this this His specific Fievel Mousekowitz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we lost so much credibility in one segment. <laughs> <laughs> this this person messaged you and was like, "I'm about to end their entire careers." <laughs> and we're like, oh, I'm just imagining someone like, like, oh yeah, what did they say? 
What are they going like, to say? Well, uh, one of them said stage coach and one said Bible goes west. <laughs> hey. <laughs> one of us is getting a master's in film and the other mm-hmm. one has a, has already has a degree in it. So not there a master's, go. but an undergrad. So we are, trust me, we know our stuff, we just know not spaghetti westerns. We have so much to learn. Let's look at this yeah. as a learning opportunity. I'm just saying all this because I know someone is going to pull this clip and post it on Twitter and be like, look at this fucking guy. I, <laughs> I love how you have like these such vengeful fans. They're not fans. They're, They're haters. <laughs> there's like... Every like week, I get one person that is just they calling wanna, it's me out. Because they want to be you, you know. It's like yeah. they have their their channel. They got like twenty That's... subscribers. They're making these video essays about Five Goes West. <laughs> no one's <laughs> recognizing it. Like, He's getting all the love. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So for questions, these come from the subreddit r slash Karstcast. It's on Jeff's hat. That's how you spell Karstcast for anyone confused. Wait, can you? At home? Am I doing it right? Yep, you're doing it right. Yep. Okay. And uh, so we'll start this one from Gavin Smith 4. It is, what's your favorite word? Do you think Gavin Smith and Gavin Smith 2 and 3 were taken? (laughs) (laughs) They had to be. I mean, if if he's, if Gavin Smith the 4th is here. Because that seems like, because a lot of times you have just a sequence of numbers where it's like these are meaningful numbers or something. Mm. But like 4 just feels like you were trying to go for like the, the lowest number possible. Yeah. Yeah, you, he 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 was too late to the party. Um, yeah. Um, so wait, what was the question again? Favorite word? <laughs> Just roasting Gavin Smith for his name. My favorite <laughs> word. So when I was younger, I had one, and okay. I, it's not the same now. But I like the word raspberry because Raspberry's it sounded like good... it should be spelled with Z's. But then when you actually look at it, it's aggravating because it's not spelled with Z's. It's like raspberry. Yeah, and that doesn't look good at all. Which actually sounds terrible. Yeah, like, raspberry. Raspberry though is like, so is, nice. You're right, but like raspberry, that sounds awful. Yeah, it it combines all the good sounding letters into one word. Basically, yeah. you get the z immediately followed by the b, resb. That's a great yeah. combination. Mm-hmm. It's just easy on the on the palate. Yeah, Mine, like the raspberry, like the. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is concrete. I love that word. Yeah? <laughs> Not as supportive on Jeff's <laughs> I mean, it's a fine word. I just don't know if I would go favorite it, it on It feels one. really good to say, like, concrete. Concrete. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like, it sounds the way no, it's, the word it's, it's a nice, like, is. Yeah, it's a nice, solid word. It's like... It feels solid. Yeah. Um, I just like the... K- k- yeah. T- it's like a gymnastics <laughs> routine. You should make a song out of that as a beat. Was that a little hi hat at the end? <laughs> All right. Um, what? Okay. This one it comes from El Momento Debra. It is what drugs were. This one goes for Jeff. There's one for you and for me. It is what drugs were you on when you made Volcano, and what drugs were you on when you made Pine? So you can start. Well, I wasn't actually on any drugs. Yeah. Neither was I. Um, <laughs> So that's just, an easy question. We're incredibly stupid is what we are. Yeah. Which, <laughs> we, are just, we are just bored. <laughs> yeah. But also being on drugs um, is not like if you're just doing like an Instagram video of like your face, like that's fine. But yeah. I was dealing with 
um, tens of thousands of dollars of equipment. Yep. Uh, yeah. When I made that, so that would have been a problem. And like yeah. also like very high voltage electricity. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so I just want to say like on, the, right. the concept of being on drugs sounds cool, but if you're it's actually not. doing an actual video project, it's not cool. No, because you might kill yourself. <laughs> I also or just break something. I'm not to, not to say, and I won't trash on volcano, but not to say like pine is anything special. It's an awful thing. Um, but like, I I don't like I it, I don't I don't not like, but it's just a pet peeve of mine when someone sees something remotely weird or off putting mm -hmm. on the internet, and they're like, "What kind of drugs were they on when they made?" Like, someone could just be creative. I right. don't know. And also, like, it's just. A diff it's just a few colors together mm -hmm. uh, sometimes they are on drugs but I mean I don't know why you thought that what you just said would have I would have interpreted that as shitting on volcano I don't know like, that's why how you started that sentence <laughs> <laughs> like I thought you were gonna say something where like pine was way better and took a lot of effort. no no like pine. then I would like kind of offended but you were like just said something completely like just like a fair balanced point no Pine was meant to be this stop motion thing, and then I it all fell apart really quick. I spent way too much money, and it all fell apart. And then so I just filmed with my DSLR, and then tried to do motion tracking and Final Cut, which is, does not work. Mm -hmm. And now it has a very low average score on Letterbox. And <laughs> it's on Letterbox. <laughs> yeah, and it's not good. And I'm like, guys, I was just fooling around. No, I tr I think I tried searching Jeff on Letterbox once in there was. Yeah, which I've made some films. You have you made know. films. Um, the thing yeah, about Letterbox, I've made some award losing films. <laughs> yeah, thing is, you could put all the. How long are all the web series together? Like how They're, long? Are that? Like, uh, like as a full series, it's mm -hmm. like maybe like well, 40, 45 minutes. Oh, okay, cool. That's getting there um this next one i love this username it comes from mr mcthunderfuck it is yeah if, if you could have any movie change director which movie would it be and who ah, this one's a any thinker. movie change director yeah that, okay that's like a tough question like obviously since we're exactly who you expect us to be like it, it's really easy for us to just pick a movie we like and then say Wes Anderson. Exactly. Yeah. That that was one of the examples listed. Right. Was like if Wes Anderson did like Pulp Fiction. Yeah. If Wes um, Anderson did Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> you know what? I I said this in a video before, and I'll say it again. I would love to see Yorgos Lanthimos do Edward Scissorhands. That would be a really fun, weird, mm -hmm. bizarre movie. And uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got one. Here we go. I'm going to go Wes Anderson because, you know, it's easy, but Tron. For it. Tron? Imagine that. <laughs> Dude, that would be really cool. Because he but always actually, goes... You know, I'm going to go like the, the, the sequel because the first Tron is actually like kind of good. Like it's, it's, it's really slow. It's very the, slow, but like Are you talking cool. about the like 80s Tron? Yeah, I'm talking about the 80s Tron originally, but also I think if I had to pick, I'd rather him do the Tron reboot because it's like the technologies are just a lot further and it could do more stuff. Yeah, but I will say, and I think that first Tron is not a very good movie because of, like you said, it's slow. But It's visually, slow because it's just like burdened by the yeah. the visuals. The visuals are so cool. Oh, exactly. So Especially I'm like, yeah. knowing they like individually like rotoscoped everything. Right. Oh no, it's an, it's amazing in like how it was made. The actual yeah. film is just merely like 
average it's like fine mm-hmm. like i can wa- bear to watch it sometimes yeah 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 but it's not like exciting it's just it's very slow right right the end of the day um yeah good good choice um mm-hmm. then that does it for questions and i think it really should be it for questions we should just yeah. start wrapping this up <laughs> um so the we usually read a review i screenshotted mm-hmm. it this one this one's funny um we encourage you guys to leave reviews because we think it helps us in the algorithm and we, judging by our that's growth the, the it funniest does reason not. like we're not even telling them yeah <laughs> but we, we also think it does would just like to know your thoughts on the podcast yeah, it's nice reading them unless they're mean like apparently all of the messages karsten receives <laughs> um this one comes from jakey underscore jake 51 subject line decent five <laughs> five yeah, stars and it reads love it but at times it kind of boring but that was like in six episodes ago so i don't care anymore and then it has a picture of a fox with the hand pointing at it saying christopherson mm-hmm. from fantastic mr fox there you go um so thank you jake we appreciate it thank you and like that the, the honesty comment. yeah we appreciate the honesty and that's the comment where if you were gonna say was what drugs was were they on like maybe they were on drugs when they maybe they that. were on drugs yeah it's possible um cool well thank but you But we appreciate the five star rating and uh the comment as always yep as, uh, as usual as we said meme of the month will be waiting for us eventually um or at the end of the month i don't know it's we don't yep we have it's no just plan. time to um read the the patron the patrons list, right? yep yep so uh we would like to give a quick thank you to our patrons um and this week an extra thank you for uh helping for you know with our little fundraiser yeah of course um as you guys know this podcast we have no sponsors we do not make any money off this um so pledging on patreon really helps us out it supports us it makes the podcast better builds a community there's so many reasons to become a patron Um, and to be clear we're not like anti-sponsor like we would very we'd be very open and are going to try to actively get a sponsor it wasn't like that wasn't like not kind of statement where we're not we're like screw capitalism and like kind of screw capitalism yes yeah but we still want a sponsor a sponsor would be really cool Mm -hmm. um and with that said, we'd like, well, yeah, go to patreon.com slash carscast to get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, and much more. And with all that said, we'd like to thank Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Boat, Connor Holmes, Dr. Aneurysm, Eden, Ethan Kell, Holly Edwards. If Carscast is so good, where is Carscast 2? K2. K2. Iron Tusk 93, Iva, Jacob Colness, Joshua, Chris Wiki, Josie Eiler, June Australian, Winter, Liv Rob, Lucian Vezina, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Moses Ox, Ready Steady Ernie, Robert Burke, Sergio Palacio, Sofia Arieta, 10 Billion, Vegard Strom, Vera S. What's the matter? What's the matter? And Yolki Sasquatch. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for your patronage. Yes, we appreciate it. And we will be recording the second Patreon episode of the month right after this. Are you excited, Jeff? Inle- well, unless you release it before this gets released. Yeah, I will be doing it. I mean, yeah, we are recording <laughs> it, but I mean, that won't be helpful info at that point. Yeah, 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 for sure. Anyways, catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side.